Hi, I'm Kerry. I'm here to help you become a better investor. But if you've been to my channel for any length of time, you know that I invest in the future. I believe that the the real key to making good investment decisions is try to figure out what's going to happen uh, on the long term and who's going to facilitate any form of change in the way we live and then invest in them. And uh, quite Recently, I've been feeling very much a captive of my portfolio. That is to say that I don't have control of it, that it's uh, going in a direction that I don't want it to go into, and there isn't much of a, of it, much about it that I can do. So it, it, it caused me to think back to some of my readings about the Roman Empire, and I, and I, and I thought about uh, a gentleman that um, I, I don't know, but I've heard of, Marcus Lucas Cassius. And Marcus was the founder of the first Roman fire brigade. And that is, it was he was an entrepreneur, and he was also an investor, a real estate investor. So if your building caught on fire in Rome, uh, Marcus and his brigade would show up, and Marcus would say to you, hey, I can put the fire out on that building, but I'd like to buy it from you. And Marcus would basically offer a ridiculously low price. And if you said no, he told his brigade to just kind of mosey on and don't don't get involved in this uh, in this particular building. But on the other hand, if you said, yeah, Marcus, I'll sell it to you and we'll become partners and maybe we'll grow this thing together, Marcus would direct his brigade to put out your fire. And that's kind of how I feel about my portfolio right now. I know I'm invested in the right place, but the brigade is taking it in a different direction. And the brigade at this point is um, the, 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 the Wall Street investors. And I can understand why. You know, we had a period where some very good stocks just crashed. And as our economy shut down, as nobody was traveling, as we weren't burning gas in our cars, we weren't going to restaurants, we weren't going to uh, uh, restaurants and, and hotels and shopping centers and, and, it, it, and, and cruises and airplanes. So it, they all collapsed. Well, then as the the virus is being pushed down by the vaccine, those new life is coming into those in into those stocks. And and big money recognizes that. And so big money is saying, hey, here's a quick buck we can make as these depressed stocks come back. Let's go there. So that makes sense, but it doesn't help me. Uh, my building is burning. And I developed the attitude, I'm not going to sell it to you on a cheap price. I'm going to wait it out because I believe in what I own. And therefore, I'm going to stick to it. So my, my then, my challenge becomes is when is the worm going to turn? When is the, the money going to say, okay, uh, we've, we've gotten the most we can out of Carnival Cruise Lines and Boeing Airlines and, and, uh, American Express and, and, and the, the, the revival stocks. When is it that the, the worm's going to turn and say, okay, now let's get back to 
the growth opportunities in the next 25 years. So what I do is try to watch where big money is going. And that's what I want to talk to you about in this video and give you some insights as to where I think big money is going in the very short-term future and where you need to put your money on a short-term and then maybe a little bit longer. So that's the theme of this video. Um, again, as I said, I'm here to help you become a better investor. I have three objectives. One, to help you make a better investment decision. And some of you weren't real pleased with the investment decisions I'd, I'd uh, suggested you make back in, oh, last year, this time through through uh, February, and now, as I said, the burn the building is burning, and and so you've lost faith in me. But let me help you, or try to help you find new faith in me, and we'll get right to that after I explain to you. I'm not your financial advisor. I'm here only for entertainment and education purposes. We'll get right to this, putting the fire out, and um, how we can survive this. Best of Us Investors presents Kerry Griegmeier. As I said, what I try to do is look at data. Uh, I've, I, I have come to believe that the, the future of our world, the gold of our world, the oil of our world in the future is data. So, and I believe that the, those who own the data, and that's where 50% of my portfolio is with the big data, uh, but there's another, oh, I wouldn't even say it's 50, it's probably more around 30%, where I'm investing in smaller what I call uh, aggressive growth stocks that I think are going to change the world. So what I want to do is show you this graph, what I'm going to call um, a big money index. Take a look at this. And what I'm showing you here is the movement of the uh, S&P 500. That's that um, the, the, the purple line that just kind of runs through the center of it. And then the blue line is the big money index. Where is big money spent spending their money? And as you can see, they, they followed the market down with the pandemic. And, uh, and then, uh, as we have come through the pandemic, in essence, I'm showing you that big money got out. Okay, and then as you can see, big money as we moved through um, May of 20 came came rushing in, and this is where you and I made a lot of money. They went towards aggressive growth stocks. They they went towards Kathy Woods disruptive stocks, and that's where where they were buying. And you can see then it it uh, it peaked over the red line, which is the overbought line. Um, that's where it's at eighty percent. We believe it's overbought, and then it it kind of cycled down into uh, September. And again, we were doing okay here. Um, but, but then as we approached the first of January, big money started to shift its purchases over to, um, the, the recovery stocks. And that's where my, my building started to burn, at least in 30% of my portfolio. And now you can see as we, uh, passed March, uh, big money is, is pulling back. And in fact, there are, 
they're it's it's no longer in the overbought and it's the green line down there is the oversold and it's nowhere near the oversold but what is this indicating us it it's indicating to us that big money is reorganizing it's it's saying okay we've gotten our money out of those dis- depressed uh what let let's call them pandemic stocks and now we're rethinking where we should put our money and i'm of the belief that they they're going to put their money in some specific sectors that are going to benefit from the current situation that we find ourselves in and so with that in mind let's look at this other chart this chart basically shows you uh on a day-to-day basis where the money is going and or or are they buying or are they selling and what you can see in this chart here is we reached a time of around May the 21st where the amount of buys started going up relative to the amount of sales so we've entered a market where big money uh wants to get back in and as you can see roughly on um May the 27th we're over here where it's a bright green on the the 10 day um moving average you can see the increase in buys has surpassed the uh amount of sales so this says big money wants back into mo- the market then i want to take you and show you this uh chart is to okay if big money's coming back in where is it going and this chart is um maps where they're spending their money and you'll you'll see the 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 big the number one sector is energy then materials and materials can be explained as a result of the broken supply chain and how uh they're taking advantage of the increasing costs in lumber copper in in many commodities the third area then is real estate then followed by industrials financials um and and communications and as you can see so with that in mind my my question is if i know where big money is going um towards energy uh materials and um real estate where do i put my money to take advantage of that and i think it's it's when you when you 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 think of energy the first thing you think of is probably gasoline electric gas and 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 yeah i think that as the economy get gets back on track and people get back out in the world i think uh the gasoline uh, companies will do well the oil companies but i think that's a short term play i think what this is really showing us is pointing us more towards renewables and that the biggest element of that are electric and electric vehicles and the battery industry and i just did a video about uh how i believe uh BYD is going to be a big player as a result of uh Apple 
coming into the electric vehicle business. So I'm feeling good about my investments in Tesla, NEO, and, and BYD. That's my play on the energy. I don't choose to get into to the, the oil business. I think the oil business is something of a temporary place. Um, it's almost a, a swing trade type situation, and that's not the game I want to play. So I'm okay with that. Then, then let's talk about real estate. With, with the current situation, particularly in the, in the United States, with uh, real estate prices going up, I'm, I'm a part-time real estate broker. I develop, I'm developing a neighborhood, Hampton Gates, just two miles down the road here, and we're building homes. And the, the interest in the homes that we have uh, under construction is, is just beating my doors down. They want me to come out there and show too many homes. And, um, and as we get them completed, they sell. Uh, so, and this is, as I go to my real estate meetings, I see the issues that real estate agents are having that are active in the resale market is multiple offerings. Uh, and this is regional, but I think there's an excellent opportunity here. Now, if you don't want to get into the the building of homes or buying and flipping homes business, I'd suggest you get into real estate investment trust. In fact, I did a video just on June the 7th on medical properties trust. That's MPW. These are people who actually go out and buy hospitals and then lease them back to the hospital operators and then pay you a, a dividend. And then that dividend is paid to you as ordinary income as opposed to capital gains. And you it, it gives you a source of income. And so I would suggest you, you look at Metal Properties Trust. And then I would also if this appeals to you, particularly if you're looking for some income, uh, I think it would be wise to go to some ETFs, and I would suggest possibly iShares uh, Real Estate ETF. It's the ticker symbol uh, IYR, and that's going to give you a double whammy, if you will. Uh, it's going to give you the benefit of a predictable uh, dividend, Plus, as real estate is a growing area for big money, um, you're going to see a rise in the stock price as well of your um, of your REITs or your ETFs. So I think that gives you a, a good play. Again, my strategy here is I believe I own the companies of the future. But I also need to bring down some opportunities that I see coming forward. And I personally choose to follow the big money on that. And that's what I'm sharing with you here. Uh, do I believe that my medical, my robotic, my um, 3D printing stocks will also rally as a part of this? Yes, I do. Because I, I see our, our government recognizing we need to bring the supply chain back to the United States. And 
we let it get out of the United States because of price. We couldn't compete with labor, with uh, some of the third world company countries, such as Japan and, and India. And so we let our manufacturing slip away. But now, if we can eliminate the labor element through robotics and 3D printing, and the more I think about 3D printing, the more I see that 3D printer as a robot um, and that it is a, a means of replacing an old way of manufacturing parts and pieces for all, all industries. And I'm going to do an uh, interview. Uh, tomorrow, actually, I have the interview with a CEO from one of the 3D companies because I really want to understand their business. I, I'm uh, of the... Uh, and, and, and I used to work for Polaroid uh, back in the 70s, and, and Polaroid was that instant camera. And we had a, a, a camera, a plastic camera called the Color Pack 2. Uh, it was designed to retail for, um, what was it, $25, and we would try to influence the, the camera shops to sell it for $19.99. And our feeling was, as as uh, represent as a representative from from Polaroid, get them to sell the camera as cheap as you can, and then make your money on the film. So, in other words, I would actually try. I think that camera cost them about twenty dollars, and I'd try to get them to sell it for twenty or nineteen ninety nine, and then explain to them you may you you sell the film packet for for uh, six dollars, and you only pay a dollar fifty for it. So that's where your profit is. In fact, we used to jokingly say we'd like to do handle it like um, like a Gillette. We'll give you the razor if you promise to buy buy the blades every two days from us, and you change your blade on a regular basis. So that's where I think both the robotic business and the three D printing business is going to end up. It not not in selling the robot, not in selling the um, the three D printer printer, but supporting them, the software, the materials that that are required. That's where the money is, and that's where I'm going to interview and find out as I interview the CEO. And that's more and more of what I want to do. Um, I want to give you heads up of where you should invest, and then I want to get with CEOs, with analysts, and get into their heads and find out, how does this really work? Are, are they really in the selling printer business, or are they in the, the uh, software and, um, and materials business? And how should we invest accordingly? So that's a more about our channel. Uh, that's more about me. And um, if you want to learn more about us, come join us at our uh, Discord. You can go to Best of Us Investors. Uh, give me your email address and your um, name, and I'll send you a link to our Discord. So that's where I think you should be channeling some of your money towards the EV market, as well as some REITs and uh, dividend stocks that uh, will give you some current income. Okay, I'll talk to you again tomorrow.